Testing one, two, three. Okay. All right, I'm going here, recording, and we're all set here. All right, let's pray, let's pray together. <clears throat> well, God, we come before you, Father, um, with sincere hearts and open hearts, in the fullness of worship to you, Lord. We just um, bow in uh, just reflection and to your majesty. Father, we're reminded of um, just the, the depth and the breadth of your loving kindness. Father, um, your truth, your word is um, such a great, great privilege to be entrusted uh, with it, to be able to share in the fellowship of it this morning and study. And I pray your spirit today will just um, impress upon us um, your truth to give us these important reminders from Second Peter, and as always, to give us a glimpse of eternity and the great, uh, complete fullness of our salvation through Jesus Christ. So we just do commit this time uh, to your your word, to your teaching, and uh, that we can be in the fellowship of it. Your Spirit will just find us um, open. And Father, that we can just um, commit this to you as always and for your greater purposes in our own lives to conform us more and more to the image of Christ. And uh, we just do ask this with great expectation and blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> well, a couple of weeks ago, we had a kind of a carryover session uh, with uh, Nathan. And I, I thought what I would do is, is uh, I'm, a, I'm a picture kind of a guy. Uh, just, I, you know, the old plan and picture, that helps me to... So I kind of wanted to know where I'm at. You know, where are we in this study to date? Um, because I was trying to go onto the calendar to see was that what do we have to finish? I, I figure about six weeks, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, I figure about six weeks. <laughs> So, as you can see here, well, is that... You know, you've been entrusted to finish this before summer, so that's your call. Right, right, right. Well, just, I, just be on, on ready alert, okay? Because <laughs> come the end of May, if I'm, uh, I'm, we're not like quite there. But let's just say for the purpose of a schedule, uh, we, we got, if you can see, we're kind of missing one chapter here yet, because this is kind of where we're at to date uh, through this... Uh, the study of Second Peter, but <clears throat> there is so much that's important for us to con for me to continue to c look back, and you can't even almost you can't just look at Second Peter in isolation without really going back to the messaging of First Peter and how this continues, because especially as today as we we go through some of this um, this teaching that that he's going to give us in these words of reminder for us as it relates to these false teachers and, and the judgment there, that I'm also reminded of the listeners, the readers themselves, where they're at in context, where they're at personally, emotionally, in their struggles. So, Second Peter, it is a book of just true and false. It's this true and false prophecy in general, overall. 
And in chapter one, which we've spent many, many weeks on, is that there were two primary key things, which was an understanding and a foundation to our faith, as well as then the, the understanding of the scriptures themselves and our scriptures. And these were some of the, the key titles that we covered in each section of our study, from our initial greeting where Mark started to our quest to know our God, the journey to become more like him, and our results to be uh, effective. And then in Scripture, these reminders uh, for us to remember, this exhortation for us, the eyewitnesses, both of the apostles and the prophets themselves, and Peter referencing that, and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It was a, a foundation of faith and a development of the faith as a general theme that we saw running throughout here. It was this call to the character of Christ as this, this focus and this goal towards into the cultivating uh, faithfulness and those characteristics of Christ and holiness. It was about a foundation of true knowledge that prepared us for what was to follow in chapter 2, which was false knowledge in that discernment, this cultivating a Christ character. And where we started in the first couple weeks with Nathan starting was to focusing on this understanding of our adversary. And remember at the end, the, the conclusion of First Peter is that he introduced to his listeners, the readers, who that adversary was, Satan. And so that is really at the core of what we're seeing in this understanding of our adversary. He started with their infiltration, the false teachers and some of the characteristics of those deceptive aspects of those teachers, those characteristics is what he covered in 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 and 3a. And where I'm going to pick up today is this aspect of this judgment to these false teachers. And then what we follow in chapter 2, their impurity and their impact. It is a section all about these adversaries, these false teachers, and the denunciation of those in general. From holiness in chapter 1 to heresy, the false doctrine itself, and false knowledge. From cultivating a Christ-likeness to condemnation of those false teachers. And so it helps me as I'm going through this, because as I'm going through aspects of this, is that we're going to be keep going back, and we're going to be picking pieces out of even First Peter today, because as he talks about these examples in Scripture... Specifically, three specific examples that he will give us is that he mentions these even in chapter First Peter itself. So as I was preparing for this section of text, which is a tough text in itself, I asked myself this question. What do I know about God? And so I, I am going to ask this question and I want you to participate in here, jump in, and just finish it. What I know about God is that. So let's let me get some feedback here. What do you know about God? If you were to finish this statement, pardon? Constant and true. Constant and true. He loves us. Holy. Holy. Amen. Amen. Keep going. Yeah, just these just draw just finish it for yourself. What comes to your your mind to your heart right away. He's gracious. He's eternal. He's slow, to He's slow to anger. He's just. 
He's for us. Never leave us, forsake us, great. It goes on. This, these questions are great questions to ask yourself as you prepare um, and you go into God's Word. And what you do is when you start to see those very attributes, the very character of God, is that you see it throughout all Scripture itself. And so when, I, when you ask this question and as you, when you're going in and you're reading God's Word, is ask yourself, what do I know about God in that passage? Well, there's two things that are going to stick out. There's two things that are going to stick out in this passage that we're going to look at. It's from 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 3, 8 to 10. And if you just get a second, go ahead and open up to that. <coughs> and what I know about this passage, so in other words, what do I know about God? And if I took it from this passage that we're going to look at, there's a couple of things that are just going to step out. And we've already heard the answers. There's two. The first one is that He is truth. He is truth. In Isaiah chapter 65, and I'm, I have a few of these marked, and I'm just going to read a couple of these. In Isaiah chapter 65, He calls Himself truth. He says, So that he who blesses himself in the earth shall bless himself in the God of truth. He is truth. Psalm 89. This is not in your notes. This is just a little thought. Thing. In Psalm 89, verse 14. Just think of, listening to these words, and it, and it hit on a lot of things you were saying. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth go before your face. God, He is called the God of truth. In Isaiah 65 and Psalm 89, is that truth goes before Him. Psalm 146. Psalm 146.6. God keeps truth forever. And when I think about this, again, that God is truth, and we look at this, and this is just a sampling, right? It's just a sampling of the scriptures that constantly bring us to the fact that He is truth. So if God is true, then as we focus today on that adversary that is against that truth, that is in opposition to the truth, and therefore it is the lie. And what I know from scripture in Titus chapter 1 Verses 2, he says that God cannot lie. God cannot lie. In Proverbs 6.19, it says, the six things, starting in verse 16, the six things that the Lord, what? Hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to Him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies. There it is. A false witness. This is this false teacher who speaks lies and one who sows discord among believers. In John chapter 8, verse 4, what does Satan call the father of lies? 
So what we're going to see is what we know about this from God from this passage is, is that He is the God of truth. And therefore, in opposition to that, we're going to see all of that would be. And so God's truth will uncover. It will expose the lies. The second thing that stands out, what do I know about God? What I know about God is this, this right here, that He knows. If you're in Second Peter, you know how you're, you're, when you're reading a, a passage and like one word just jumps out at you and just you keep staring at that one word. In 2 Peter, in the verses that I'm sharing, going over with you in 2 Peter chapter 2, he's going to take us through the doom of these false teachers. And one of the most encouraging reminders for me is in verse 9. It says, Then the Lord knows. Then the Lord knows. He knows how to rescue the righteous and to judge the wicked. He knows. Now, well, just pause for a second. C- Context-wise, does God know for Peter's readers what they're going through at that moment? Absolutely. All that we see in, in, in 1 Peter, it is a book of suffering. It is a message of suffering, and God is acutely aware. He knows their circumstance. He knows the persecution that they're amid. And as we transition into chapter 2, He is truth and He knows the adversary. And He knows how. <laughs> he knows how. Think about that. Where many times we find ourselves spiritually wrestling sometimes with, with life. And we can ask that question is, is like, does God know what I'm going through? 